So the big question is this. How do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. Uh, so, these past couple days have been a very good lesson, or not even the past couple days, today. Yesterday, I, no, yeah, past couple days, yesterday and today. So, even over the past, like, four or five days, I've kind of been... I was talking about how on my oh my gosh I'm so tired right now I just want you guys to know that today is a bad day or not a bad day but today is just an off day for me I'm not really feeling it I'm like, I've been down all day, and I've been tired. I didn't really get much done today. What I, I just did my normal routine, and I emailed my counselor to drop the rest of my classes, so I'll be able to have all my classes I'll be able to only take required classes. I feel bad for uploading this episode, but hopefully you guys can see that it's okay to have off days, and today is definitely an off day, but I just know that as long as I keep moving forward, keep putting one step in front of the other, one foot forward and over the other, I'll just keep making progress and I'll keep going forward. So a lot of people, when they have an off day, they just give up. I'm just taking today easy, getting back to it tomorrow. And I'm going to actually not go to the gym every day anymore because I want to focus more on uh, business and studying and learning everything there is to learn. So I I think that I'm going to go to the gym three days a week, one push day, one pull day, one leg day, just three days a week. It will either be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I haven't decided. But probably actually Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That seems like a better better thing to do. Because the reason why I am going to stop going to the gym every day is because I'm moving on to business this new focus of my life right now is business and I want to have a lot more time to study books in the morning so I want to use the morning I might end up using the morning to get work done and then study afterwards it's just school is starting soon uh, literally in like four days wow one, two, three, four, five, like five days. School is starting in five days. Actually, yeah, I think that once you guys hear this episode, I'll be in school. So I'm recording this before school starts. So I have like a five day cushion on my recordings. Oh. 
Yeah, it's three o'clock right now. I'm gonna finish this episode and then quickly post it, like schedule it to post, and then just try and get to bed. Or I will get to bed in time tonight. I gotta get back on my routine because I am not optimal right now at all. I'm falling apart. And it's just because I haven't been on my routine. Uh, mm. Alright, let's talk about comfort zone. I've been talking about comfort zone a lot lately. I just started to. Because I realized that we have to get out of our comfort zones in order to actually get the life that we want. <gasps> I am yawning so much. I don't know why. Well, I know why I'm tired. But let me... Let's talk about comfort zone. This is not something that I actually started focusing on until like a, a week and a half ago, maybe maybe like nine days ago. And I didn't even realize that I was focusing on it until like a week ago or f five days ago, I don't know. And it's all like, I've noticed that expanding my comfort zone is so huge because I'm, I always get nervous or I just feel uneasy around people and that's like all my life. And then once I expanded my comfort zone by going into local businesses and then asking for girls phone numbers, that baseline of uneasy, like it's starting to wither away, it's starting to go away. And I'm starting to feel a lot more calm in social situations. Which is huge because I hate, I do not like being anxious in social situations. And I, I didn't realize how bad it was until now when I'm actually calm in social situations. So if you're anxious or nervous in social situations... Just get outside of your comfort zone. Take your friend to go to the local mall and just like ask for girls' numbers or something like that. And I am I still get nervous in in social, but it's not as bad. And I get like really sweaty too. I've I'm like a really sweaty person, so I sweat like on my hands and then in my pits. I get bad pit stains. So it's every time I like dap someone up or shake their hand, they get a nice dose of sweat. <laughs> so whatever though. <gasps> okay, so this is... There's one thing that I realized when I was going to ask for girls' numbers is literally right away, since I was just doing it with the intention of expanding my comfort zone, every single rejection, I did not even care. I was just like, ah, all right, have a good day. And every single rejection, I like instantly, like I was not faced by any rejection. And there was actually one moment when a group of girls were like laughing at what I did afterwards and I heard them and I was not faced. And that's, I'm not sure if everyone will have this similar experience, but that was my experience. All right, so I see another, I'm just looking at pictures of the comfort zone on Google, and this picture looks very complicated. So, comfort zone is, there's like 
four different circles all like near each other and kind of overlapping. There are a few not overlapping over each other, but there is the comfort zone, fantasy land, realm of possibility. The uh, wait, what? Okay, fantasy land is delusion. Realm of possibility is potential. Uh, and then in the there's a danger zone, and then a sanity line along the side of danger zone and your comfort zone. And then there's a fulfillment frontier where realm of possibility is. Okay, so it looks like the realm of possibility is overlapping with the fantasy land. So there is a lot of fantasies that you can have that are just delusional. But it looks like uh, a lot of the fantasies that we can have are actually in the realm of possibilities. And there's a false fence of identity. I have no idea what that means. But in the realm of possibility, it's a force of complacency. Uh, that's powering it, maybe? I don't know. Whatever, this picture is too complicated to explain right away. Yeah, so when I was looking up for exercises to expand your comfort zone, there, there weren't really, I couldn't find any, like, lists of things to... I couldn't find any lists of things to do, so I'll just tell you guys what to do. So first is email some people, if that's nervous for you. Second is cold call some people. Um, third is go in person to like local businesses or something like that, or in person and have conversations with people. Uh, I find that it's easier to do local businesses because that'll be like more purposeful like there will actually be something to talk about instead of someone random on the street and then once you do that like four times go to the mall and just talk to girls and ask for their phone numbers <laughs> I've only done it once but it's it's probably one of the most comfort zone pushing things that I've ever done. So I'm actually going to look up, I haven't actually looked this up yet. Uh, flights to Orlando. Uh, oh, one way. Yeah. $30 cheap flights to Orlando. Are you serious? That's gotta be. Well, I'm gonna leave on September 27th. And it's all the way around August, October 1st. Yeah, I'm looking for flights from Chicago to Orlando. There's one for $100. That's so cheap. I was thinking it was going to be like 500 bucks. It's looking like we're we're actually going to yeah. So if you guys didn't see my episode called "I'm Going to Florida," I think it actually posted today as of as of recording this. So it posted on the tenth. I think it was episode fifteen, and that. 
so if you guys are listening to this podcast, this episode right now, that episode's already out. Um, it's episode 15, and I, in there I basically say that me and my friend are going to Florida for Funnel Hacking Live, which is an event hosted by the person who we are studying business on. And honestly, I had doubts because I thought that the flights were going to be like $1,000 each. No, $100 for one round trip ticket. So easy. Yeah. I, I already have that money right now. But now I'm just going to keep working on business. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry for this. I'm a moral or I'm kind of at odds right now about whether I should post this episode. I already attempted recording an episode like five minutes before I uh, started this episode. And once I got like 10 minutes in, I just stopped recording because it was so terrible. And I'm kind of at odds right now on what I should do because I don't want to upload a trash episode, but I also want to make sure that I'm posting every single day. And I want you guys to see that I have off days, but I also want you guys to see hear a good episode. I don't know. I think I'm just going to post it because I'm too, I just don't want to have to record two episodes tomorrow. So I'm not going to lie, I've been researching Brian Johnson. I think that's his name. Johnson. I'm going to look it up. Brian Johnson. And he... But he looks different. Okay, well, he is basically reversing aging. That's what he's doing. And I'm going to invest in his work once I make it, like once I get a lot of money. I think it's only like $2 million a year to reverse aging. So I'll take that. That's a huge. Honestly, he should be charging like 10 mil at least. But $2 million... I don't know if it's he's charging $2 million to the public or it's $2 million is how much it costs him. I don't know, but I'm prepared to spend $2 million a year. Not right now, obviously, but... I mean, reversing aging, that's huge. If you can live, like, even 20 years longer than you would have otherwise, that's worth it. Two million dollars a year. I mean, you can make three million dollars in one year. You can make like a hundred mil in a year. You can make as much money as you want. You money's infinite, but time is not. And if you see an offer for two million dollars a year to increase your lifespan and live healthier at the same time which I am already trying to do, live as healthy as I can. But his method is the most efficient, optimal health ever. So, I mean, he takes like a hundred supplements a day, which is crazy. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And by the time I invest in his work, he'll probably refine it down and have it way more optimal and better than what it is at now so I did this a couple episodes ago maybe like I don't know how long ago but 
I basically opened up when I was, I didn't know what, what to say or what to talk about. I basically opened up, oh wait, before I say this, I'm going to write down why a two million dollar investment is good. All right, but uh, per year. All right, so I'm basically, what I did a couple episodes ago was I just opened my book, my notebook, to a random page and then read what was on it and started talking about it. And so I'm about to do that right now. Oh, okay, this I wrote down on... I wrote two on the date, like February, but it was actually seven. It was uh, July, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, July 25th. I wrote this down July 25th. So how many days are in July? In July. 31, okay. So it's been 16 days since I wrote this down. 16 days ago, I wrote down, celebrate my shiny object syndrome, but dot, 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 balance it and have it have in one, in on one thing. Okay, I know what this means. So for some context, 16 days ago, I was watching the Your First Funnel Challenge. It was just an online five-day long challenge with daily webinar. And on this particular day, I remember someone, it was during the VIP session, someone asked, how do you deal with your tiny object syndrome? And a tiny, tiny object, or not tiny, shiny, shiny object syndrome is basically when you, I, th I think in this context, it's entrepreneurs like to look for another, when they <clears throat> come up with an idea for another venture opportunity or another completely different idea they like to go on after it but it's detrimental to them because them switching modes every so often when they see a new idea they never make any progress and so what the response to the question was i think garrett j white talked about it i don't remember who i don't remember for sure but he answered shiny object syndrome is good for entrepreneurs except it is not good when we're actually trying to do something and once we know the path once we know like the the strategy on how to make something work so for me my path is the consulting business to build funnels for other people so now once i know that you are you are to only focus on that one thing only focus on building funnels for other people and then don't get distracted by anything else so that is that i'm really excited that i'm sorry i'm switching the topic again but I'm thinking about those plane tickets. It's only like $95 per person for a round trip. So I think that I'm actually going to look it up again. I'm going to do one way. Uh, one way. Ah. Uh. Oh, wait, it would be the 26th. We would leave on the 26th. Done. 
Uh, wait. Yeah, I'm really excited because it's like $100 for a round trip. So how much for a one way? $28? No way. On the 26th, $28. <laughs> $35 um, leaving at 8 a.m. All right. Uh, oh, $44 for nonstop. Yeah, this, I'm taking that. So that's literally just $90 or maybe $100 for both of us. Yeah, I could get that really easily. I'm gonna actually, can you buy tickets? Buy a plane ticket for someone else. Buying a plane ticket for someone else is easy. All you need to do is make sure that you have the passenger information listed exactly as it is. Uh, like driver's license. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I think what my strategy is to get, once this, first of all, I gotta focus only on this funnel and making it successful, getting the first funnel successful. And then I got to, once that funnel is successful, make another funnel, but make a deal with them and say, I'll build you this funnel if you buy a, if you buy me a ticket, me and my friend, if you buy me two tickets, round trip or runway to Florida. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to do one way because then we can figure things out once we get there. That would be awesome. Only like a hundred bucks for both. Yeah, this is, this is what happens if you guys, you guys are see, hearing this live. This is what happens when you realize that your dreams are actually about to come true. I know I don't sound very thrilled. I'm just really tired and today's not been, I, for some reason, I'm just not very upbeat today. I think my energy is low. I've been activating my fountains a lot today, but it's not really helping. But what I'm trying to say, wait, it might be because on Monday or Tuesday, whenever we went to the mall to ask for girls' numbers, I was activating my fountain a lot because I don't, I don't know, but that might be why I. I'm so tired, or maybe it's just a coke. Doesn't matter. This is what happens when you when you realize that your dreams are actually about to come true. Now let me look up how much it costs to fly to Hawaii. Plane, plane ticket to Hawaii one way, one way baby. Chicago to Hawaii. Wait, where? Wait, actually, I, best surfing in Hawaii. Uh, Maui. Four hundred dollars for one flight. It's not that bad. Alright, Kiahuna Beach. Kiahuna Beach is the best surfing weather. And that is on the island of Kauai. 
like the second most eastern one. Second most, it's like the more, it's the northernmost one. Yeah, Kauai. <clears throat> I'm gonna do flights to Kauai. Uh, Kauai. I'm gonna do December. I think I get out. Yeah, I'm just gonna do December 31st. Uh, one way. One passenger. <clears throat> From 5.50 to 2.45 a.m. Or, no, 5.50 a.m. to 2.45 p.m. <clears throat> Want to get away? What does that even mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take the want to get away offer for $400. $400. Yeah, $400 to get to Hawaii. So how much does it cost to... And also, by the way, what I'm doing right now is figuring out the costs of stuff. I'm doing it live. One, because I just thought of doing it. I can't really think of anything else to talk about. And also, I want you guys to see that once you realize your goals are actually achievable, you'll be way more motivated. So, I've never actually looked up the costs of of uh, this moving to Hawaii. And let's see. I'm going to do renting. I'm trying to like rent an apartment. on the beach side, like right next to the, right next to Kuan, what is this beach called? Kiahuna Beach. Kiahuna Beach. I want to rent on that beach. Or even buy a house. How much does it cost to buy this house? Oh, that is a terrible, I'm not living there. You know, I'm just gonna purchase a house. Let's see. Uh, Zillow. Zillow. Real estate. Kiahuna. Kiahuna Beach. Is it only in America? Or only on the mainland? Nope. I'm on Kionhuna Beach as we speak. Where is it? Uh, this episode actually sucks. I'm, not even, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm just going to stop looking at this. Moral of the story. I don't know if I should post this episode or not. I kind of feel bad, but I'm probably going to post it because it's because I'm like really lazy right now or tired. I don't want to do two episodes tomorrow. I want to study tomorrow. So I'm going to post it and I'm going to make the rest of it good. I'm going to make the rest of this episode worthwhile. Let's do that. I'm going to open my notebook again and find something to talk about. Okay, here. I wrote down on the 25th. Same day as the last thing I wrote down. And it's do it with a smile. So, I remember what caused me to write this down, and I'll tell you right now. The guy who I'm studying, his name is Russell Brunson, and he is a very good businessman. He's very smart. He 
knows all about funnels and all kinds of marketing and all this stuff. He, well, it was an all-American wrestler, which if you don't know what that means, it's, it means that he's pretty much like the best wrestler in the nation uh, when he was in high school. So that's insane. He's like got an extremely, like he was a very disciplined, he still probably still is, I don't really know him right now. I, I don't know him, but just from what I've read is that he is very disciplined and he used to be on the wrestling team in high school and he played in college too. But for context, he I think he was the best on the team because he was an All-American. So you're probably the best on the team if you're the All-American. And... For context, his team at this point in the season all had to cut weight. So they were all just miserable. They were all cutting weight like every single week, going down, coming back up, going down, going back up on the scale. And if you've never cut weight before, I have never, but I've had friends who had and they are miserable. Like during school, they're so tired, they're dehydrated, they're thirsty. Like, they're hungry, all of this. So you're basically starving yourself and dehydrating yourself of all of your nutrients just to reach a number on the scale. Especially if you're in school while this is happening, your focus and everything is just really bad. But during this one practice, they were... Everyone was miserable. Everyone was just lump, like pushing them. Like they were all just lump, like humping around. Like they were all just miserable, just moving, trying to move forward. And then their coach pulled them all aside and said, "Hey, you guys are gonna be here tomorrow. You guys have to be here anyways. You guys are gonna be here tomorrow, the next day anyways. So you might as well do it with a good mood. You." Can, you can't change the fact that you're going to be here, but you can change your mood towards it. And so everyone was like, all right, coach. And then they went back to practice and no one really listened to what he said. But then the next day, Russell Brunson had to go to practice early to cut weight. And the way you cut weight is by putting on like a plastic thing over your, like putting on a sweatshirt, putting on a plastic thing over your body, and then putting on more sweatshirts and some like winter hats, like getting extremely insulated and warm and hot. And then you start jumping rope with all of that stuff on. And you have like baggy pants and all that stuff too. Lots of stuff on. So you're extremely hot. And then you start jumping rope. So if you can imagine that you're sweating through all of this stuff and it's probably extremely miserable. And so he had to do that before practice. So he had to do that plus go to practice right after with no water. And when the first person came in and saw that he was doing that, uh, he was like, Russell, what are you doing? And then he would he responded, I'm cutting weight. And then he was, the dude was like, why are you smiling? And then he was like, I don't know. And then the next guy came in, Russell, what are you doing? I'm cutting weight. Why are you smiling? And then Russell was like, I don't know, but I've never seen anyone cut weight with a smile, so I think I'm gonna do this. And so pretty much, he changed his attitude towards it. And one, it was probably a better experience because he wasn't, he was probably still miserable, but his attitude shifted. So it wasn't like as bad. And then two, his thought energy was dedicated towards happiness and not misery. So that's a huge lesson to be learned. and. That is one thing that I should be at if tomorrow, I'm not counting on it, but if tomorrow is similar to today where I'm just down, 
I'm going to remind myself to do it with a smile. And you know what? I'm going to do it right now. I'm smiling right now. And I got to stretch my back real quick. Okay, I'm back. So I'm doing it with a smile. So that was a, a good lesson. And I'm really glad that I learned, I'm reading Expert Secrets right now, uh, the second time through. And I'm really glad that I read it because, oh, excuse me, I got the hiccups. Let me get some water real quick. I'm really glad that I am, have read uh, Expert Secrets because I learned how to teach things. And the best way to teach people is by telling a story. And the certain type of story that you teach them is in a, it's called an epiphany bridge story. It's basically where you tell them the emotion, get them to feel all the emotion that you're feeling in the moment and then tell them exactly the epiphany that you had through a story format. So I kind of just, I've been practicing and I just told you his story, Russell Brunson's story on doing it with a smile. And so if you look, if you remember, I said, I got you guys to feel all the emotions. I was miserable. And then I got you to feel the epiphany where he was jumping rope and did it with a smile. And then I told you like the benefits after that. And that's really how you teach. And I've actually been using that method of teaching whenever I have to teach someone in real life also. Like my friend has also read the book or he's reading it right now for the first time. And, but we both know that teaching method because when I read it the first time, I taught him that that's how you teach through story. And so now he's learning it as well. But he knew before because I taught him. But we've both been teaching each other things through that. And the way, like, that is so good because if you just tell someone you should eat healthy, or wait, let me come up with a good example. Well, no, let's just use the example of the jump rope. So if you tell someone, be happy, like do it with a smile. Yeah, they're probably not going to uh, do it because you're just telling them what to do. But if you get the whole point of this is to get them to learn what to do and have them think that they got to that point on their own. So basically you tell them how to do it through story format but that allows them to believe that they came up to that conclusion on their own so they would actually i found that when my friends tell me things i never do it like for example my friend was like eat white rice because i was switching to brown rice and then he was like eat right keep sound right rice brown rice is not good for you and then I didn't, I didn't do it, but then I, after like a while, I saw that I, like, I heard a story about it, and then it made me think that I came to that conclusion on my own. It's just, if you hear a story, it allows you to believe that you came to the conclusion on your own. So if you tell someone a story, it allows them to get to that conclusion on their own, but the story just helps them along their way. So they're a lot more likely to do it and take action. And that's one thing that I've been really practicing and doing in real life. Don't just tell someone to do something. Tell them to do something through story. All right, I'm gonna look at my notebook even earlier to one month ago. Uh, let's see. This is January, February, March, April, May, June. This is June. 
Alright, this is July 13th. Yeah, July 13th is the closest thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is what, on July 13th, like one month ago, less than a month ago, this is what I wrote. I said record audiobook. It was like a list, so it was probably my to-do list for the day, or the to-do list in my business for the for the near future. Record audiobook with voice recorder. Fix mistakes in guide. Fix mistakes on ClickFunnels using scripts on .com secrets. Insert five-minute perfect webinar video on ClickFunnels. Work on perfect webinar framework 90 minutes and create a huge offer for it. Follow schedule for a webinar. Create Dream 100 list to promote. Yeah, that that was one month ago. I had this. This was actually my vision for the future. Like this was exactly what I needed to do to be successful in business. And I'm glad that I'm still studying because now I know the way better steps forward. And this is why I'm over the past like. This is why, for many episodes prior to this episode, I said that studying, you, you guys need to be studying. And you just got to be constantly learning so you can constantly become more efficient and know the more efficient way forward. Wow. So... There's this webinar that I signed up for uh, called The Funnel Builder by Russell Brunson. And I I forgot that I was on that webinar. Like, I was actually live on it, on my computer. And then I'm like 40 minutes in. So it's been running the whole time I was on the podcast, and I just opened it. And he's on a slide called, what's the difference? I can't afford this, and how can I afford this? And it was the guy who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that is one of the quotes that I kept reminding myself. Entrepreneurs are problem solvers. They figure out how you can afford this. And the fact that I'm going to go to Florida next month I can already afford it and I didn't know how but I know I can afford it and I'll figure it out and these houses I'm looking I'm actually looking at the map again for the houses and it's pretty good they're like two million dollars I could definitely get that Oh, here it is. Cool. Kiana Beach. 19 units. 700k. Uh, rental. Oh, for sale. Bro, 700k? I could get that easy. This house kind of sucks, but I don't really care. Two bedroom, two bathrooms. 700k. Bro, I just need a, a surfing house. Some place to stay while I'm surfing. Learn how to surf. Oh, this one's even better. One, 450k for one bedroom, one bathroom. Bro, I could make 450k in one year. Like, less than a year. Easily. Yeah, this... Yeah, this is the house. This one looks good. Uh, so it's like 500k. And I am going to see how far... I'm going to get this address and see how far it is from the beach. If it's walking distance, 100% getting this. Uh, map. Google Maps. Uh, directions from this place to... Kiwana Beach. Search. 
Wait, there's not like a... I'm doing walking distance. Wait, is this... Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Alright, I'm getting distracted. I gotta wake up. Yeah, that was on... So back to what I was saying. On the 27th of January, February, March, April, May, June. June. June 27th. So like... A month and a half ago. I was literally asking myself, what do I want to do for my business? What product do I sell? How do I... Yeah, this is... <laughs> yeah, this is why you keep keep learning. On the 26th of June, I said, Fix my mindset. My character determines my income, not the tactics, it's my mindset. Choose the right business. Don't think about the benefit. Think about the problems of the thing and ask yourself if I would actually... I don't really understand. Oh. Like, what... what pro You compare the problems to... Like, the problems you would experience to each of the businesses and what which business, which problem you would not mind solving and dealing with every day. I don't really know how that applies right now for me because I don't really understand what that is. I wrote that well. Oh, wow. On the 26th? I, was, I didn't even know about funnels. I was literally writing a... I actually remember writing this stuff down. This was like halfway through summer break. And I was just, I just realized that I need to get into business. And I wrote down the first thing in this notebook, this business notebook is goal, build a business. <laughs> and this was like a month and a half ago on uh, June 25th. And then it was... Steps. Finish.com secrets. Second step. Read how to start a business. Little did I know .com secrets had everything I needed. Yeah, and I was... Yeah, I had no idea. I, it's just simply because I wasn't very educated. I didn't know that much. And the fact that I learned so much in a month and a half... I literally have over four I have over four months until I am graduated from high school so if I learn this much in one month man the amount of stuff I'm gonna learn in four months is actually crazy I'll definitely be rich <laughs> I'll definitely have a business I'll be a pro I was doing market research on my competitors because my original business idea was to make a basically copy Airbnb, but I didn't realize that I was basically going to make Airbnb, but I didn't realize that Airbnb already existed. So that's, yeah, that sucked. I'm glad I didn't follow that. So on this uh, June 26th, I said, what work would I do for free for 10 years? Oh, oh wait, this is actually good. This page is good. So I listed some things to do for, for business. Number one, choose the right business. Think about, okay, yeah, I just... So the first step is choose the right business. Second step is accountability. Open the journal when you mess up and feeling the pain of failure leads to growth. Accountability. It's 
so I actually developed this habit then on that day because every single night since like the 26th of June, I've been journaling and asking myself questions of what was today like efficient, like did I actually get stuff done today? And I sit in my pain. I actually have been not sitting in my pain lately. So I got to start sitting in my pain about the failure. That will lead to growth. And then step three is focus. Major tasks written on paper for the day. Do nothing but the task until it is complete. Set intention to start this task to completion without getting distracted. Get work done effectively and efficiently, then relax. That is that is the step that is probably the most important that I actually have not figured out how to implement. I'm just being a wuss, and this is like the one step that will get me into it. Step four, prioritize. Choose the most important task, and I said like coding. Yeah, no. I'm not going to be coding. At that point, like literally a month and a half ago, my plan was to code, like learn how to code, like to build my website on my own. That was a terrible idea. I'm glad I learned about ClickFunnels. Then question, if I could only work for two hours a day, what tasks would I do? Oh, this was when I was reading the four hour work week. Okay, and I said, then only do it and get better at it. What task? I guess building funnels would be my task. I... Okay, so from this reflection session, building funnels is my task. I, that's like the only thing. Marketing and building funnels is the only task that matters. So, for example, the you, uh, if you are a YouTuber, the only task that would matter is recording a video. Like, none of the other stuff matters, except for recording. So, literally, only record every day, and then you'll get better and better. I guess that's what I'm doing with podcasting, but I'm not really focusing 100% of my effort on that. It's just documenting my journey. Uh, step five is courage. Feel fear, but do it anyway. Say fear out loud. It probably sounds stupid. Yeah, it definitely does. For example, being afraid to approach a girl that you don't know and asking for her number. If you just say it out loud, it sounds stupid. Like you're afraid to walk up to someone and say, hey, can I get your number? That's just sounds stupid. And uh, two days ago, I was afraid to do it. But today, I'm probably less than 50% afraid. So I'm, I'm getting good, getting good. I wrote down, pursuit of becoming an entrepreneur will be will make me a lot more masculine. Because I will learn, I will start to learn to overcome my fear. Yeah, I agree. Entrepreneurship is 100% about overcoming your fears. Plus, I didn't realize it at the time, but I did like comfort zone challenges to increase my comfort zone to reduce my fears. I think it's really good to reflect on your journals every once in a while. I always reflect just the morning after while I'm icing my balls, but I think that maybe like once a month it's good to look back and reread all of your stuff to see your progress because this is really inspiring. Because today I was really down, but I'm actually 
feeling a lot better that because literally only one month ago like 30 days ago i that was clueless and i made so much progress i'm actually like so far ahead of where i was a month ago very grateful for that Sorry guys, this episode kind of sucked, but I just want you guys to see that I really am documenting my journey, like the lows and the high points. But to wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episode and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.